I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. Well, we're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, lovies. Welcome to Wonder Wednesday. We're going to tap in some wonder today and some awe. Great to see everyone in the chat, the Sacred Space and Empowerment Room, also the beings that help really co-create this and ground the energy. Oh, appreciate you all so much. Um, I call them my my co-pilots, co-hosts and cohorts, so I'm sound engineers as well. So uh, welcome everyone that's getting settled in. Um, if you're in the chat or listening by internet and you want to call in, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122. And you just need to press 1 on your keypad to get in the queue. So those of you that are already in the queue, if you've called in, um, just press 1 on your keypad if you want a reading or say hi or share something. Just let me know. Um, Hi, everyone, and everyone joining us later. Always great to connect with all of you. So I want to remind everyone also that if you want more connecting, you want more sharing, you want to do more courses in spirituality, spiritualism, metaphysics, meditation, a couple of places um, you can get resources on my website, soulplayground.life, but also my Soul uh, Awakening community on Patreon. And we actually have different programs. We have one that we meet uh, monthly. If that's something interested uh, interested in you. But if you're wanting more support or to learn more or share more, share more of your gifts as well. And, um, yeah, that's another place. And also my YouTube channel, um, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, if you will – Oh, if you like it, I'd love for you to subscribe and also get the notifications. And um, I'm really enjoying a lot of the sharing and connecting that's been going on. Good morning, Denise from Australia. It's a very early morning for you. Yeah. All right. Hello in the chat. Uh, so I do see people getting um, in the queue on calling in to listen, but if you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, please press 1 on your keypad. Okay, now I'll get you in the queue. So I'm back in the mountains. I have been, I think I was here for two months, something like that, Um, and then came back, and I don't know how long I'll be here, but it's it's raining now. It's been really warm. I've been doing a lot of work for or with the ancestors, um, which reminds me I am going to have a session healing work connecting. I don't even like calling them workshops. 
they're they're not they're not workshop. I I don't know. There's just I know we put it under that to let people know, um, but a way of connecting. And we did last week one on the Akashic, which was very powerful. I I got I don't know five or six emails from people that had uh, were a part of it, the Sacred Circle, saying that they were still feeling the energy, and that it was a very deep shift, very transformative. So um, I'm bringing that back also. There's, you guys, we've been doing such great inner work. <laughs> the Akashic is getting so cleared. And, and part of what you see, that's why all this stuff in the 3D world, in mainstream consciousness, and the race consciousness is coming up and people are acting out. It's like we're in this time of purge. You may even be feeling that individually for yourself, that you feel this purge or, or nef- that you are purging. It's not even in the, for many people, the cognitive, like, oh, I need to purge. I need to get rid of this. It just starts happening. It just starts purging. Um, oh, White Kelly asking me, I've been seeing these lights beams and red or white orbs like crazy lately not sure what they are only bring it up because i saw one again i thought it was just me but my daughter saw it also yeah i see they've got a lot of orbs also in my videos on my youtube videos um and flashes of light again as the veils dissolve or you want to call it one big you know it's just by vibrational frequency as we lighten up as we allow more light as we ex- or extend and expand in consciousness, which also is frequency, we're going to experience more of this. We're, we could call, it's miracles, you know, but life is a miracle. I mean, just think about it, how life propagates or proliferates. You know, that's like nobody's quite figured that out. Yeah, they know hormonally this happens and you have this act and this happens and this happens physically and physiologically, but they don't know how exactly doctors, experts, you know, scientists, but yeah, I'm getting kind of really even more excited. Um, The ancestors and the guides are saying they really want to work in partnership and there's a profound healing that is taking place in the realm of spirit, the spirit realm, and the realm of the ancestors and those that have come before us, whether through a blood lineage or not, because we're all interconnected. So it's time to really kind of find your ancestral lineage, and it's beyond race. This is not when people talk about your ancestors. That's such a small part of it. Uh, the racial racial issue or even religious it, that's a that's a piece or a part of it but when you start getting into origins of the earth and in 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 shamanic traditions we call it those that have come before us that's the honoring because whomever's come before us whether personally in our family or not or in a bloodline they have set the tone the pace um, they've done whatever they've done to reset or shift or the vibrational frequency. And so a lot of what we have now, uh, this opening has been done by a lot of people's work, a lot of people's inner work and intention and the courage to live more truthfully. And, you know, and that's a big part of awakening. You know, it's, it's not lying to yourself. That's a big part of it, you know, or if you are lying or you're not in denial, at least admit that to yourself. 
if you're on a wrong path or doing something that's off, at least you can admit that. And like, okay, I can't do this right now. Put a pin in it. I'm going to get back to it because I know it's not right for me, you know. It's very powerful to be able to do that because sometimes things are, you know, patterns or cozy comfort where we're not necessarily wanting to um, make changes, you know. And so we have that law of return where things cycle back around, like, okay, are you ready now? Are you ready now? Lynn in the chat, coming together and doing the inner work has been amazing. Oh, Lynn, thank you. I am so loving it. I'm loving seeing the 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 opening, the growth, um, the shifting, the deep level of shifting, which in many ways, you know, is self-love. I, I did a post the other day on my Instagram. Uh, I think it was on Insta Story. Um, yeah, if you're listening, hey, come out and connect with me on Instagram also. Um, and it was facing a new level. And I didn't want to say challenges. I, I thought of challenges, but facing a new level or it could be facing challenges is about facing yourself. And ultimately facing yourself is about love. It's a very courageous thing to do to face yourself. And of course, I know we live in this population of oversharing. Facing yourself doesn't mean you have to say on social media everything that you're going through or even to friends or family. You know, oh, I did this, or I should have done that, or I had to heal this, or you have this problem, or this addiction, or this, you know, I don't know, negative something, or whatever. Um, because really what it's about is ourselves. Facing oneself is can we face ourselves and still love ourselves, despite what we perceive should have happened or didn't happen? Can we have love in that moment, an all-pervasive love? an unconditional love. And that, so every new level, and I see this a lot with my clients and they'll say, oh my God, I can't believe this is coming up again. And it's like, well, yeah, every time we go into a new level, every time we get stretched, a lot of the residue of what we've healed or what we're working on comes back up again, just a little bit. But the, the, but the conscious thing, the big learning lesson is what frees you up is when it comes up again, you don't identify with it. It's not you, part of the pattern, right? So if I'm driving in a snowstorm or a rainstorm, that's not me. I'm having that experience. Yes, it's affecting me, but that's not me. It's something I'm experiencing on this earth plane. And so there's no reason to, oh, you're stupid. Why is, oh, why is the rain here? Why is the snow? What is this? So every time, so it's not that you're backsliding when it comes up. It's just there's this gap. And always the gap is the ability to focus on self again, focus on love. Because when we focus on self, it's focusing on everyone and everything that's come before us, that's around us, and that will, that what will be. It's self, the true self, is interconnected to everything and everyone. So an understanding is when I heal or have self-love or self-understanding for something I'm doing and I say, okay, I'm, I'm fearful this is coming up again. Like I have a thing sometimes when I'm grieving, I don't want to really move forward. I mean, I really would just like to get it, stay in my covers and pull my, you know, or just stay on the deck and just be in the sun and just pull the covers over my head and just go, okay, I, I'm going to disappear now. I'm going to another dimension um, 
But, so that's okay. That's okay. And so there's always that part that says, okay, you can do that for a little bit, but it's not to beat yourself down about it. It's like, how do you support that part of you? So every time we go through a big change, a transition, especially when we're in the middle of the transition, once the change happens, we've already got it down. It's the transition the ego doesn't like, the human part. Transition is scary because it's not gray. You know, it's gray, rather. It's not black, it's not white, and it's shades of gray or even shades of white or shades of black. It's, it's not definitive. And then once the change happens, a lot of times the ego personality wants to hold on to that and, come, and control or command that. But it does, you know, people say a lot of times, oh, the ego, we have trouble with change. Well, it's not so much the change, because once, once something has changed, it is what it is. It's the process. It's the unknown. So it's the shifting that we have not been calibrated for quite yet. And we are in the calibration for that. We're literally being recalibrated to live more in the shift to be comfortable with shifting, constant shifting. That's that astrologically, that's that Uranus and Taurus. And that's definitely that Uranus and Taurus square Saturn and Aquarius because Saturn likes continuity. Um, it's, it's very like a serial processor and, and Uranus is like lightning bolts, you know. It, it, it's unexpected, uh, which reminds me, expect the unexpected. I did that on my YouTube um, video. There's been a, just a lot of energy about being in that space of allowing the unexpected. And I feel like all these shifts and turns, twists and turns are happening. So we, we really have to let go into spirit. We have to get in that spiritual flow. It's like the I Ching. It's the Tao. The I Ching means the easy way. The Tao is, you know, the, the Wu Wei. We have to get into that flow that that's where our higher self operates at. So it's going to be harder and harder to be hard and fast with your plans and your rules. This is why bumping everything up to the higher self, tuning in, whether it's through prayer intentional prayer, you know, affirming something, con- connecting into the, the oneness, the truth of the all that is, that is you, and then see what happens. You know, just, okay, okay, I don't know what's going on, but let me just affirm this. Right? Let me connect in. Let me feel that grace. You know, I was talking to someone the other day. Oh, actually, my, ac- one of, uh, my acupuncturist, Dr. Nancy, shout out to her, amazing. Uh, chiropractor, acupuncturist, just very gifted. Um, but she was saying, isn't it so that it's our changes or how we're healed or helped or moved on really is from grace? And it is. It's never in the labor. You know, and artists will tell you, whatever the medium is, okay, your paint, you got to get the paint, you got to mix it, is it water, watercolor, you got to get the canvas, which one, you got to treat it. All, but the magic doesn't happen in the labor, but yet we need the labor. And the labor is the ego. The, that's a little labor. It's fine. That's its role. But the flow, the process of what comes through you cannot be controlled. It can be influenced. It can be lifted. It can be inspired. But it, it truly cannot be controlled. And that's what on a, on a, a more collective level, 
we are all learning. So I would say just expect many, many more signs, symbols, messages from your dreams, you know, interconnected experiences. Um, and, and, and I feel like this whole connecting through, like this kind of podcast here, this community, Facebook, Instagram, definitely my Patreon and YouTube channel and other people that are doing similar, all of, you know, everyone in some level, um, is, is because the ego, again, to, to make something in the mainstream, to indel it, it has to happen over and over and over and over to become a habit. So we're changing out patterns. We're repatterning. You know, once you extend your vibrational frequency and you become more aware. You know, I did a sound bath uh, healing meditation. Oh, I think it was last week I was doing the meditation. I did it for a minute on Instagram. We're going to redo it um, at some point. But I think I'm going to post. I'm going to post a recording somewhere. But um, yeah, it was with the crystal bowls. And then I was doing this journey work, and the bowls were literally leading it. I was seeing light and feeling the energy coming off of the bowls, and they were directing me what to say. And I've had phenomenal experiences with crystal bowls, but now I'm really seeing how, and of course they are, they're crystals, they're alive. And they really do align in a tuness to the crystalline grid. I think that's why they're even coming out more in perhaps popularity. Um, I had a healing oh, a few years ago for my great friend, Grace O. She's been on this program. Um, she's on Instagram also, and she has uh, Grace and an OH um, website, but she does a phenomenal, she's a very advanced um, sound healer. And I think I've mentioned this on this program, but I felt her, I, I thought it was her adjusting me, right? And then when I looked up, because it was going on too long, I was like, oh, this is a little going on too long, boundary issue here. Um, there was just this light around me. And she was behind 10 or 12 bowls. <laughs> There's no way she was getting up. She didn't get up the whole time, you know. She moved around etherically. I saw her move around. And the only other person being I've seen be able to do that was my, one of my teachers, Goromai, Um Swami Chitvilsananda from uh, Siddha Yoga, where she could transport and shape you from one side to the room, um, even change different shape and form. She would show her um, ET, starseed, you know, alien, whatever you want to call it, aspect of being. Um, but Dale, the person, my friend that I was doing this healing with, and I was, again, doing the journey work, she said, no, it could be the bold. And I have definitely felt vibrational shifts from sound healing, different types of sound healing, and of course, Reiki and energy work, where I felt my body getting longer, stretching, or, you know, but it's been very subtle. This was like, literally, someone was like, massaging me and stretching my body, you know, like in yoga, you know, when they put you in the right position, they're like, oh, you need your hip a little higher, a little lower, like that kind of adjustment. And she was like, no, the bowls can do that. So why I share this is I would suggest start looking around with a pause of how everything is alive and interconnected. Now, we know this. We know this intellectually. But what I've been getting from the guides and nature spirits and my mentor and shamanic teachers, Juana Cuantorrientos and Dona Jesus Chewy, that they want the interaction more with us. They want to dialogue 
right? Because usually we go, we see a tree, we oh, that's beautiful, or we go on a hike or a walk, but we, we're not pausing to have an energetic exchange. We have an energetic exchange, yes, by walking around or being in the, that environment. But to pause, it's the difference between walking with someone and then looking at them and saying, hey, how are you or what's going on? So they really want this mutual energetic exchange, more of a conscious connection with us that we're opening up and asking them um, questions or just opening. So you may see your little fur babies, cats, dogs, whatever, ferrets, whatever you, you know you have, birds. You may see them looking at you longer or looking at you in a different way or the bird that comes in the backyard, the spring bird or whatever, the eagle, uh, the hawk, whatever the medicine is around you, um, you know, raccoons, whatever it is, fish even. Um, right now there's such an opening for all sentient beings. And the key is it's not just to be looked at or recognized. They want the mutual interaction. They want the mutual exchange. That's also the same with the spirit realm, the angelic realm. That's also the same with our ancestors. And that's why it's interesting because I had another, a whole other workshop planned for the end of this month because I'm, I'm going to be doing it on this new platform through this new company. And then I was in meditation. I went to do some ancestor work and guide work um, in the mountains, uh, further back in the mountains on my own, and got completely different downloads. And my guide said, oh, no, 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 this time. And they said, there's a reason you were guided to do the Akashic work and the emotional clearing work that you did last week. This is the continuation. You need to focus on this. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'll do the other one at some point. Um, even those that are embodied recognize when you're talking to someone, even us, when we're talking, there is this exchange of energy. There is a mutual interaction of energy that can be felt subconsciously. Um, oh, white calla lily. Uh, yes, I've noticed that with my cat. He looks at me like he's studying me. Yes, very intent. Or he's trying to communicate both, both. Uh, Lynn is saying, yes, Grace, the labor is making space for. Yes, that's right. It's, that's making the space. Yeah, just start pausing and looking. You're going to see because, I mean, next levels, next steps is about being more telepathic and, to, and to, to completely being telepathic. Intuition coming up, psychic abilities, opening the channel. Um, these are all going to be commonplace. So I feel like the, the telepathy, what I've been seeing, has really been accelerated. That just getting those messages or needing something and then it's there. But you're not having to put the effort in. Now, because we did, like Lynn said, they, the, the labor makes, you know, makes room, you know, it creates the space. We've been laboring. We've been putting in the energy, that's what you have to remember. You've been putting in the energy. You've been doing this. You hear that little noise? That's my heater. <laughs> so cold in the mountains. <laughs> um, but beautiful. So you kind of right now have to honor, like, yes, I've been putting in the, le the labor. And, and what I mean by labor, it doesn't have to be, you know, like 
oppressive work or grunt work, but it's, it's work that requires effort, right? There is, some, there is some effort, persistent effort, um, perseverance, focus, you know, intent, and then there's focus. There's tasks to do. There's recognizing areas in your life that, okay, I have to work on this or change this or adjust this or I have to come to more peace with this, whatever it is, whatever. That's labor. That's labor intensive. But right now, it's, it, while you still are doing all that, you need to pause quite a lot now and see how you are doing it and allow the space so that the mutual receptivity, because every time we create something or uncreate something or we labor on something or we, that's communicating a vibrational frequency out into the world. As we shift our own pattern, we shift vibrationally. So as we kind of get off the, the cobwebs and the, the overlays and we become more and more of our true blueprint, right, our true fractal, the true shape that we are, we start communicating differently we start broadcasting and transmitting differently yes we start broadcasting more clearly and transmitting a clearer signal a truer signal a more authentic signal a signal that's stronger in our own integrity Um, i wrote about this a bit on my uh, soul playground doubt life blog for the um full moon in virgo that's a lot of this energy right now coming from integrity, and which is just simply wholeness, the most authentic we can be to our true nature. And so you're going to see more and more situations of this, more and more of a focus of this, more and more emphasis on this. Uh, situations that not only bring this out in you, but require it in you, where you're like, oh, okay, I got to check in. I got to step up as me. I got to just, oh, what do I got to say, you know? Um, you know, now's my time. And it could be in front of one person or many people. It's going to vary for different people depending on your path. So the more that you can be okay in the void, in the pause, of just kind of give it some time or wait and just feel it out. And then what's the impulse? What's the natural impulse or natural response? The natural impulse that comes from a more natural response, not to create a response based on what you think you should do. This is going to come more from vibrational frequency of what feels right for you to do, what is in alignment, which some of you, it may be stretched. You, there may be a little stretch where you're like, oh, I have to reveal this or be vulnerable or I have to be more open or, oh, I have to be, oh, how would I want somebody to respond to me? You may feel like cutting off from somebody or turning a cold shoulder But then you have to think, oh, how would I feel if that happened? I I don't think I'd like that. So you're going to have to see what's the right way for me to respond without, you know, maybe over-responding, but being respectful. So there's a lot that's going to be a lot. You're going to hear a lot in the next, well, few years, but especially this year, next few months, about respect and tolerance it's going to come through channels, obviously, with religion and race. It's going to come through that, but there's a bigger picture about it. Because Mother, Father, God, the masculine, divine, masculine, feminine, the all that is, source, the innate intelligence of everything and everyone is 
moving towards a unification that allows us to move from simply tolerating something or someone to, you know, honoring, to see the sacredness in everything and everyone, even if you don't agree or don't like it, you see it as a sacred life form. And that's going to start reorientating how we interact with each other individually and on a collective level. So respect is going to be very low on the bar and tolerance because if I see something as sacred, I'm going to have a whole different feel and approach to that. If I'm just merely tolerating something or like, yeah, I respect you or I express my boundaries, I respect your boundaries. No, what if I say, wow, that person's life is sacred um, and they have this way of doing things. So the sacredness opens up to more possibilities of understanding and interaction because you begin to see, well, if this is sacred and there's this kind of honor, then let me pause and see, you know, why are they doing what they're doing? Sacred means that they're coming from God or source or the all that is, right? And to honor, just think about it, to bestow honors, it's a respect, but it's, it's a higher level of esteem. You know, it's, it's, there's also a social duty there that you're honoring that person or that path. Um, all right, let's get to callers. That number's 347-539-5122. And you can press 1 on your keypad. If you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, press 1 on your keypad. Let's get to the first one here. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Oh, oh, yes, I can. Michelle. This is LaDonna. Hi, LaDonna. Welcome. Thank you. I got through a couple months ago, but got cut off, so I'm calling back. I have oh. a question. Okay. Still, still in a relationship and just need some feedback. Is it okay. going to be long-term? Is it the right one? Well, what do you, first of all, I always like to ask, what do you feel? What are you feeling about this connection? When I'm, when I am with him, I feel his energy so much and we have so much in common and I'm in love. And then when I'm by myself, I start having doubts. Trust. You doubt. Yeah. yeah. You're not sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I do feel in a, you know, yes, you could say it's you. You got to work on your doubts, this and that, and self-esteem, and we all know that. But I do feel in higher frequency relationships, um, which I have been in the past, you don't have that. There's this intrinsic trust that um, no matter what they're doing. I mean, I years ago was engaged with somebody that was in this rock band, kind of famous, and traveling all over the world. And even the, the, what are the groupies, people throw, you know, coming on the stage and backstage, and I just had total trust. Um, while on the while he was on the road, um, so I feel like there's something. I do feel there's something off a little bit, and I, that doesn't mean it can't be worked through. Because I do see you thinking about it a lot, ruminating a lot. Maybe it keeps yes. you up at night, yes. and you're wondering. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah. Yes. So you're. <laughs> yes, I see that. So um, oh, I've been there. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh my god. Um, there's something, uh, do you ever feel he doesn't want you too close? 
Yes. And hiding, yeah, I feel like there's something you're not disclosing all the way. You're very open. Hello? 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 Can't hear you. Hello? Hello? I can hear you. Hello? You still there, LaDonna? Okay. Oh, there no, you are. There you are. Michelle. I love I'm back. you. Yeah, I've disappeared for a sec, but I'm back. Um, okay, so this is teaching you to really connect into your higher self and without having to cut off or cut off connection, because I don't think you're going to see, I don't think you're going to know all with this individual. I do feel they're holding something back. And I do feel that there is this fear of them opening up or disclosing too much. And so you're, you're feeling that. Now, um, well, I feel you've caught him in something. What is, you caught him. What happened? Well, I caught him? Yeah, well, well on so, was it social media? There's some, yeah, recent, there's something you caught, there's something you vibed on. There's something you caught. You got so you got to trust that. What is that? It, it, it's showing, it, it seems small, but it's big in your mind. Yeah, and we talked about that this, I think it's, he's like, right, he has a work van, but uh, both of his cars are broke down. And so I always mm-hmm. have to go pick him up. And I just told him, that just bothers me and I'm not doing it anymore. And he mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you come pick me, swoop me up. I want to be pampered. That's your turn. Yeah, right. And so since right. then, you know, he he just calls me and but doesn't have time to see me. So it's like that's weird. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ladonna, I gotta be honest. There's something, someone, or a few someone's around. Is he on social media a lot, or does he have work colleagues, girls, or women around? Not that I'm aware of. And he really doesn't, he looks at social media, but he doesn't post a lot or do anything like that. But he looks. He's just always on I YouTube. I think he's or a, I, I, are you, okay, I think he's a, he's a DMer. I feel like he is, I feel like he may think it's not a big deal, but I feel like this is an individual that needs a lot of validation. I have, I don't know if you've noticed that. Is that ringing true for you? Yeah, that rings true. Yeah. Yeah. So I really think you've got to trust your intuition on this and whatever that means for you, how you deal with somebody like this, it could shift if he gets more self-esteem. Your self-esteem is in knowing that you are a catch and that you're very loving and be open, but also not to the detriment of yourself. Because I, I, I do feel other energies around him. And now, mind you, I've known people that are like that, whether guys or girls, they need that constant, you know, whether it's like, liking something or they're or they're in chat rooms back in I don't know whatever you know and they're like um you know like I, I don't know like someone I know said oh they broke up with somebody and they're like oh you know now with COVID I can't get out and you know meet go date or meet yeah. someone and I'm like well you just broke up with somebody I mean what the hell so I think he <laughs> has that kind of energy you know I'm like it's not even been a month I'm like She's like, oh, it's just easier, you know, if you're out going, you know, meeting other people and going out. And I'm like, okay, whatever. 
I feel that vibe with him. Yeah. So I can't say, you know, I feel like I keep getting, every time I tune in, I keep getting directed for you to connect to your higher self. Yeah. Sometimes it's things are funny. off and people, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, my son used those exact words that you just said that. Um, oh, what do you say? He needs, he said, he needs more self-esteem. He's a nice guy, really nice guy, but he's he's um, he needs me to validate him all the time. He needs me to pick him yeah. up, me to pay for dinner, me to do this, me to do that, or then yeah. I'm not being – he puts it back on me, like, if I say anything. Yeah. See, the problem is is with people that need a lot of validation from one person, it's never one just one person. Uh, There's always – oh, yeah. Because we could never give someone enough validation to keep them going. And mm-hmm. so that person, and that's what I'm picking up, um, is that he's, he's getting, and probably like he gets a little pissy, like, oh, she's not going to come pick me up? Well, then I can't see her. You know, he's trying yes. to train you oh, into yeah. being he's a certain like, way. Oh, I'm, I'm busy, right? but he's not doing anything. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. okay, you're busy on issues. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's funny you say that, too, because I've always seen myself that way. I need validation. I'm a cancer, and I just I need to feel, you know, the family. Well, like, we all, well, that's one of the ways, that's what, in fact, one of the five love languages. We all need a certain level of appreciation and validation for what we're doing or just how we are, our achievement, like just for being a, a person growing up. You know, that's that comes in childhood where, you know, child paints the picture and it could be horrible and you're just like oh wow that's great you know that's like because you're validating that being's expression just as they are what they're doing you know so that's normal but there's some but when people need more validation and they do little things to try to get you to validate or do do extra for them all the time that manipulation um, or yes. they pull back because they're punishing, they're angry because you didn't do what they wanted. You know, you're trying to set healthy boundaries. You're actually trying to help him grow in stretch. Right. And then the healthy person will respond to that in, as an opening, like, oh, this person believes I can do this. This person believes yeah. I can handle this. So that's emotionally healthy. So I don't know. I think your your son has some wisdom there. He's picking, and you know, it's interesting because sometimes the friends, the family, or a guy will see where a guy is really at. You know, it's like you know, woman will see where a woman's really at. There's this kind of language yeah. that goes back and forth. Yeah. I know you're a little disappointed, but I think you've been getting the <laughs> messages, and and that anxiety at night and being up is. I feel your subconscious is telling you that look, this guy can't basically stand alone. You right. know, and that's it's like and that's kind of what he says. I keep telling myself, well, then he's that, telling you, I should, I should listen. I shouldn't be trying to change him. You yeah, know? yeah. That, but also see, you know, you're the one making the call, so you're much healthier. The thing is, is a lot of times what trips us up is we look through the lens of how we do things and how we would do. And so we can't understand it. So even you saying, well, I'm a cancer, I need validation. So it's kind of similar to him. And I'm telling you, no, it's not. I can tell you as a psychic, I can pick it up. No, you're not needy. (laughs) You're not like that. 
Oh, what's thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a whole, he's got a whole, his energy is, I need it from this for that, per, I had a bad day, I got to go get some over here, I go, oh God, you know, she didn't give me this or do that, I got to get it over here. Yours is like, okay, let me read, let me do this, let me call the show, let me, okay, let me just look at myself. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole different thing, LaDonna, that's a whole, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you know, the thing is, is one of the hardest, is you just cannot fall in love with potential. That's what's happening here. You see the potential, you see where he could be yeah. and what he could do. But <laughs> he has a, good. yeah, yeah, he has a growth yeah. spurt. He has to, um, and I actually don't think he's going to be able to uh, uh, go to that next. I don't think it's, he's cut that way. I feel like there's um, a little emotional deficit there, you know. So maybe it's transitional. (laughs) Trust your intuition. I feel like you're very spot on with your intuition. Your higher self has been singing, chanting, and screaming at you. (laughs) Um, When something's off, and I think Kathy said it in the chat, when something's off, something's off. You know, and now yeah. sometimes, because I have worked with people before as a, as a therapist where it's them. They're, they're so worried and paranoid and past betrayals that they're over-controlling and micromanaging. But I don't get that at all with you. You know, I don't at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so, but, I, but I do feel that you're getting some vibes, some signals from him that is causing this to be... Yeah, I feel like too much throwing it back at me that it's it's things I'm doing. Oh, I must be privileged and must be nice, and he's he's struggling still. Like, oh Lord. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, you may want to look at narcissistic behavior and gaslighting Mm, and and shifting responsibility, shifting blame. You might want to take a look uh, at that lovely emotional relating pattern there and see if 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 there's three or more, you know, of what he's doing, behaviors uh, that he's doing. Keep us posted. And, again, trust your intuition. And just remember you're not needy. You, you want what's healthy, natural. Yes. And, yes. and um, yeah, and just own that and claim that. And, and, you know, and give your son a hug for me. And he's very well. <laughs> Mom, you raised him well. <laughs> you raised him well. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. I love you, Michelle. I listen to you every week for several years. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank you, Madonna. Thank you. Much peace and so much thank to you. you. Big hug. Thank you. You too. Big hug. Big hug. Yeah, you'll find a healthier relationship. You deserve the bit. Yeah, it's so interesting because I know sometimes in these spiritual circles, it's like it's like almost seems like we don't need any validation or but no, I love appreciation. I mean, God, when I see comments or people give me email, I'm like, oh, my God. But I would still be doing what I'm doing if, even if there wasn't that appreciation or validation. But I sure like it, especially in a day when I'm feeling a bit off, had a little dip, and I see that comment on Patreon or YouTube or Instagram or in my email. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. Okay, it's a little shot. So, yeah, totally natural. All right, let's get to our next caller. Then we get to our guests, our awakening guests. Hello, welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache. You're on air. Hi, this is Katie. How are you? 
Katie, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I was just wondering um, if uh, you, uh, I guess the Akasha Rakus, or I don't know if you talk to spirit guides, I'm wondering what's coming up for me. Okay. In what area? Any area. I'm just be open, like about I'm ready to receive love. I'm That's for, what it's you know, Money. I always say, ready for yeah, you got to ask the question to, yeah, to invest in the reading because when you're asking the question, you're putting mm-hmm. that. It's like a little Energy hook, up, like yeah. a little fishing rod. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And the universe is like, oh, God's source energy is like, yeah, she really is aligning to that. Um, which is interesting that I'm saying that aligning because there is a lot about alignment for you or aligning to more of what you want and less of what you don't want. Um, oh, yeah, you're making, you've gotten some clarity. Girly, girly, you've got some clarity. Um, I feel like there's decisions coming up are going to be asked. It could be even in work or work situation. If they don't, if you don't get a raise or or something that next level, you're going to move on to something else. I, I really feel like in your life, you're like really bossing up. You are really like taking control, and so I want you yes. to keep that. I want yes. In fact, I even want you sometime this week to write down what it is you actually want. I want you to name it and claim it. And then when you're out and about, I want you and you see something or a version of that. I want you to look at it in your mind. Say, I want that too. I'm going to have that. What's coming? What's happening for you, Katie? Is your desire mm-hmm. body is getting mm-hmm. reactivated? So you've had some disappointments, some hits in the past. Mm-hmm. Went into some betrayal, mm-hmm. betrayal. Went into some depression, yeah. some funk, and now yes. you're coming out of it. And you're like, okay, I'm a lo- I'm still on the earth. So let's, <laughs> let's have some things that I want now. Okay. So yeah, yes. I do feel yeah probably. Um, you're also getting to connect into the higher self. Um, but there, there, I do feel I do feel an up-leveling in work. Well, I'm not working, and, so that maybe that means I'm going oh, to be employed. You're going to get a job then because, yeah, because okay. it, shows, it shows up-leveling, yeah. And you okay. may, I feel like either through the work situation or right around when you go back to work, because um, it does show increase mm-hmm. in money and it shows – a new work situation. Um, mm-hmm. That's when I feel this individual comes in. So your okay. whole thing, it's, it's like the whole idea of, I think of that, that saying our thoughts are prayers and we are always praying. Mm-hmm. It's like right now yeah. you're kind of in a fertile time with your ideas. So without negating any negative talk or, or sad, mm-hmm. mad, depression. That's kind of what I'm dealing it, with. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I know. But what what I want you to do is acknowledge it. Either think about it, journal it, mm-hmm. and then go to the the, the life enhancing aspect. So if you're like, oh God, when is this going to happen? I keep getting hit. I keep I can't try anymore. This is too difficult. Or I, where's my love? Then I want you to say whatever works for you. But something like, okay, but that's in the past. But there is divine timing, and I'm moving towards that. So what we want to do is energetically get you out of the little bit of the rollback funk that we all go through when you've had a lot of disappointment, loss, betrayal, hits in life. The, the, yeah. the body gets like inertia. It, so what you want to start doing is aligning to positive affirmations, positive people, movies, books, yeah. TV, whatever, mm-hmm. podcasts, 
that pull you into I can do it mode. Yes. Uh, by the way, yes. our guest, our guest book, This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life, is perfect for you. So you want to hang around and listen to when our guests come on. Um, but, see, that's going to shift your vibrational frequency because right now what I see psychically is mm-hmm. we all, psychologically we call this a regressive pull. It, you know, mm-hmm. that old two steps forward, one step back. When we've had a lot of loss or uncertainty or challenges or there is this part that yeah. I talked about it earlier that I want to go into the blanket. It pulls us back. Like it wants to go back. It yeah. wants to go in the Make a little hole and put the dirt. It wants to go in the tent, like kids, you know. You, you do the tent. You don't feel yeah. good. You sleep under the bed. Yeah. So you want to just help yeah. yourself lovingly move forward while you still nurture that part, but then you keep extending it out more, extending it out more. I see a lot of positive change for you this next three to four months. I okay. see you coming more and more and more and more out of this. But the key is, what do you want now? What do you desire? And focus on that. Okay? Okay. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly, exactly what I've been going through. And I realized, I think you had a show, and I realized, um, like, say if I want to go work out, right, and then a negative thought pops in, and I, and I think it was a show you, I think it was your show, and it's personal, or you were like, well, that's just a thought, right? So I, I don't have to listen to that thought. I can also have another thought. You know, that says, hey, I'll yeah. enjoy working out. It's going to be fun. And I realized those are just thoughts. I don't have to let a, that thought uh, hold me back, you know. And so exactly. I'm working on getting positive thoughts in there. So thank you so much. And I'll definitely You're listen welcome. for your guests. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're coming on. They're coming on. All right. Thanks. Great. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, everyone listening in the chat. I see more people in the chat. Hey, everyone. Um, It's time now for our Awakening Dialogue. We have two great guests with us. Um, feel very kind of blessed and honored. And, of course, it always fits in in divine timing with who we have on the program. Uh, We have with us today uh, Reverend Linda Martella Woodsit, who's an award-winning author of How to Pray Without Talking to God. Uh, she's an inspiring unity uh, minister and spiritual teacher. She also has a second book out, Divine Audacity, Dare to Be Light of the World. She's also joined by um, Alicia Whitsitt, uh, who's also the author of This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life. They're co-authors. So I look forward to t- connecting with them. Welcome to the program. Hello, hello. 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 Hi. Welcome. Hi. Great to connect with you. Hello. We're oh, very we're so excited, excited to, to be, be with here. you and your listeners. Oh, great. So, um, such perfect timing too, because I think you know, many people right now with this kind of reset with everything that's been going on, are really creating new realities or wanting to, trying to, or let's say even in the process of having more life-enhancing realities, realities that are based more on unification um, and less than separation and loss. Mm. Um, so, yeah, mm. so I'm excited. To have, I know both of you as Unity Ministry. I love Unity, by the way. Um, oh. Called the Unity Prayer Line of many a time, let me tell you, when I used to oh, travel all over the world. Oh, yeah, I always had that number. So 
silent unity. Well, you know, I'm oh, in yeah, charge of that. I'm in charge of that. That's Are my you? job. I'm the, oh, I'm the head oh, of the whole oh, oh, prayer ministry. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. So well, glad I can't help this for me. Oh, for years now. And, oh, you can feel the energy. Oh, my God. When they're so praying, you can just feel it coming through. You get the grace. Um, so for myself and many people um, in my travels that have gone through, you know, just really difficult times. I said, just call this number. What is, I just call the number. Just try it. Just call. <laughs> you know, I'm like, um, yeah. So thank you for that beautiful work that you do. That's it's, oh my gosh, it's such a great service. And so, so, um, so helpful, you know, to so many people. Yes. And people are praying right now. In fact, I'm in my office in silent unity and uh, there's people on the phone lines right now. There's somebody sitting in a 24 seven prayer vigil chapel somebody's in there every hour of every day it's really a remarkable environment so um you know we're 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 kind of steeped in that in you know prayer and spirit Mm -hmm. yeah oh wonderful that's why yeah i can feel it emanating from you both so Hmm. oh what a blessing so I want to get a little bit about just a little bit of your background. You've shared a little bit here. Even is it Alicia or El- Alicia? Or Alicia? Alicia. Alicia. Yes. Alicia. Okay, Alicia. Hi. Um, so <laughs> both of you, um, just a little bit of a background, um, and then let's dive in uh, to the book and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, also the whole idea about the healing not being, that there's nothing missing or wrong. That's kind of been the theme of the, some of our callers and my sharing yeah, I noticed the beginning, that. you know. <laughs> right? Coming from wholeness. That's I know, right. spirit always does that. God, oh, it always, <laughs> I never know. I just show up because it always matches um, the, the guests. But I think it's really important, <laughs> yeah, really important for people to um, know that. So let's just start a little bit with background, not whatever you want to share. Um, so our listeners can get a little more connected with you. And then I definitely want to dive into that because I think it's just so sure. um, important, especially now. Alicia, why don't yeah. you go first this time? <laughs> sure. Okay. Well, uh, I was raised in Unity, and we, we started attending Unity when I was five years old. So I've had so much time steeped in these principles and, and soaking up the, the love and awareness that uh, I'm, I, I'm just spiritually whole. So um, mm. I've had a lot, a lot of life circumstances as we all have <laughs> that have, have yeah. tried to steer me otherwise. But I think that the most important message for me has always been that nothing separates me from that wholeness. So um, it's it's really been a lifelong journey of, of being able to come to this point where I can affirm that and trust that about myself and feel complete and feel feel loved in that. And that's mm-hmm. not an easy process. You know, you'll you'll hear mm-hmm. some of that through through the book, through our sharing, but uh for anybody that's going through a tough time. So yeah. um for me, it's just I, I I've I've been through my things, and I I'd like to say that you're never done. You're never done, but you yeah. you pick up yeah. knowledge along the way, right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's so true. Well, you're never done. That's 
that's good. Isn't that, isn't that <laughs> we, rich, we really right. need to get, Yeah, right. Yeah. And Alicia is my daughter, by the way, for listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're mother and daughter. Oh, yeah. We're mother and daughter. <laughs> really? co-author oh. of this book. And it was quite an, uh, an amazing ride. Uh, talk about healing. Talk about a lot of healing. So I was raised in the Roman Catholic tradition. And I like to say I graduated from Catholicism as a young adult, mm. when I found Eastern paths and, uh, and entered an ashram, an American ashram, as a young adult woman in my 20s. Uh, and, you know, and ultimately when I left that to marry my husband, who we've been now married 41 years, so it's a long time, uh, wow. you know, that uh, when, when we were, you know, beginning to have our family, when both of our children were born, I wanted to discipline you know, I wanted a faith tradition. I wanted a, a you know, a community, a spiritual community yeah. for our family. And we could not, I just could not go back to Western all the way back, even though I, I really got enriched. Christianity really got enriched for me in my Eastern studies. But I wanted a bridge. And, and of course, unity turned out to be a really great bridge because meditation is at the heart of the unity practice. So, you know, it really fed me and it fed our family and uh, has been a good fit. Um, and so then I grew in leadership and, and, and I, you know, just gobbled up the teachings and, and started teaching them myself. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of where I am today. So, you know, you, but you don't teach what you don't need to know and you don't teach what, hopefully you don't teach something that isn't moving through you. You know what I mean? So my books have really kind of reinterpreted, relanguaged the, uh, the teachings Mm -hmm. for, for contemporary understanding. Yeah. Ah, okay. Now, how did the two of you decide to embark on this book? Um, this life is yours. Discover your power, claim your wholeness and heal your life. Um, how yes. did that come about? Did you, was it a conversation or how, how did it come about? Yeah, it's really kind of fun story because I was contemplating a third book because my publisher was kind of pressing me to get to the next book and, and, uh, and, and healing just was up uh, as a topic. And also there isn't much written contemporary writing from unity leaders, for example, about healing mm. principles, and I have some really different points of view of some of the really strident and in some ways we call metaphysically abusive kind of ways that the mm. teachings have been taught. And so I wanted, I really was hungry to, uh, you know, to reflect on that and to be able to write about that uh, for the for the current you know, the current environment. And so I was just sharing with Alicia some of the themes that were coming up for me and, uh, you know, just a, a verbal outline of what I saw this book could be about. Mm-hmm. And I watched Alicia's face and I saw her sitting at the edge of her seat. And, and, and Alicia, you, you take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, honestly, I had so many ideas flowing through me in that moment. It felt, I, I couldn't describe it. It felt, tingly and it felt like this I don't know like endless possibilities were happening in in, in throughout my body and mm-hmm. I just I wanted to be a part of it but I didn't know how and I didn't of course have the words to say that and before I could even put words to that she said do you want to write this book with me and 
I I really thought she was kidding at first, you know, because <laughs> here you are, you're this established writer, and and I'm your daughter, and I I didn't want to I didn't want to jeopardize your work or you know take away <laughs> from this because you were so excited about writing this book, but I was like I do want to write it, you know, so uh, that's kind of how it happened, and <laughs> and of course my perspective, I was excited about co-creating from not only our age difference and our experience, you know, in this life that is so different, but my, my dealing with uh, illness and depression and all of the things that I have, I have a very unique perspective about being mm-hmm. in the healing process and being able to share that instead of a, look at me, I'm healed and I'm going to show you how to do it, <laughs> you know, that clean version you see of people who have come through it and can show you how they did it. That's, that's not authentic Mm -hmm. to my experience. Mm -hmm. Do you find that you keep going through it like getting better and better, but it's cyclical? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, healing is not a destination, at least not in my eyes. I don't think there's an end point. I don't think there is yeah. because as long as we are here and living, we're evolving. There's new understandings. Yeah. There's new awarenesses that are coming up through each experience that we have. So mm-hmm. I don't think it could possibly be done. That's not to say that you don't feel better, that you don't have moments to rejoice in. But mm-hmm. I do not think the healing process ends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's been my experience. Um, okay, now, Linda, we had a question in the chat from Dee Dee. Please say more about metaphysical abusive teaching. Oh, oh, yes. Um, there's, such a, there's such a strong emphasis on, you know, that, we, that we've caused the circumstances of our life, Ooh. right? And this is yeah. really a traditional oh. thing that comes in new thought and metaphysics. And so the way I kind of sense it is that we just mm. substituted ourselves for God in that sense, that we, that we were mm-hmm. taught, most of us, at least in a Western uh, traditional environment, and certainly our Western culture teaches it regardless of what religion you're, at, you're in, yes. is that, that God gives us these hardships, you know, that God is the cause of our troubles, and that God, it's just like some... In, in my mind, a really icky sort of theology that says that God will hurt us so that God can heal us. Um, yeah. And, and there's all wow. kinds of understandings we have around that. We believe that God um, is either is either punishing us, trying to teach us a lesson, or um, or, or testing us, right? And mm-hmm. all of those paradigms make a monster of God, right? And so what we've done, yeah. so many people who transferred away because we just couldn't tolerate that as, a, as, as truth, right? So now we're saying, I caused it. My stinking thinking is what caused my disease or my, you know, breakup with my sweetheart or, you know, anything that's unwanted. And I just find we have just substituted <laughs> that, and it's yes. just a blame oh, game. And when I'm in the spirit of blame, of self-condemnation, there is no healing possible in that. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's so true. And you're right. It's such misguided um, 
intention and belief very, very, uh, yeah, skewed and really, you're right, puts people in a position that you, you can't, you know, well, you're denying self and there's no self-love or compassion or wholeness and you can't be, you know, then there's no healing. So how do you reframe that? How do you start taking that, those concepts, those beliefs, those ideas, or the principles, and reimagine, reinterpret them or reframe them to be more holistically sound and healing? Well, you know, where we tend to go in this book is we go to the power of mind. You know, the, 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 okay. caller, the last caller you had was really all, all about, uh, you know, needing to change the thought process. And, and how mm-hmm. does that happen? It happens with a conscious decision. It happens by studying, by, by being inquisitive, right? Inquiring about mm-hmm. what, what is this I believe and where did these beliefs come from? Because, frankly, um, they were given to us, or at least we internalized them, um, you know, and, and kind of they, they, by osmosis they got in us from the culture around us. And we haven't, mm-hmm. and, and if we haven't questioned them, then they're not, then they're not adjustable. But we can, we can change when we get more information. I mean, isn't that how it works? When I get an education, now I see the world differently, and now I begin to behave differently because of that. So it really is about studying. It is about, you know, talking to the people who know about you that you are divine. Talking to the people mm-hmm. who know that wholeness is your true nature and that aren't going to continue to see you as the sick person or this poor thing. Mm. You know, it's, it's the company you choose to keep. It's the teachers you gather around you. It's the support system you cultivate that helps you to begin to change that thinking. Now, Alicia knows a lot about that from her own uh, adventures <laughs> with that, right, Alicia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that, that in itself can be challenging to, to see that some people do end up getting left behind. And, and that's, not, mm. that's not in an unkind way, but it's in a way of being kind to yourself, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of us who, who have the pain and, and the, the chronic, this chronic condition that I like to call perfectionism and, and people pleasing, right? We, mm-hmm. we are used to letting others guide how we feel and we're so influenced by the outer. So it's really uh, this past five years that I've dedicated to, to focusing more on myself. And it's really, it's, it's really been an awareness that some people in my life were not feeding me spiritually, were, were keeping me in a place where I wasn't able to rise above my circumstances. So it was a lovingly gesture for me to release them, I think, for both mm-hmm. of us. So you, yeah. you can't be afraid mm-hmm. to do that. That's mm-hmm. true. And really, ultimately, as you know, ultimately, we have to do the work ourselves, right? And so you know, the yeah. simple the simple matter of where do you want to place your attention? I mean, again, you were speaking to this just before we started our conversation with you, is that, you know, to devote more of my time toward what do I want to know, to have, to yeah. be, to do, right? To put my attention there and withdraw my attention 
from the lack, from what I believe to be missing, wrong, or broken, which is only a mm-hmm. belief. It's not a fact. It's not a truth about me. And so it's, it creates a, a pattern of discipline, and we have lots of tools in the book, lots of practices and things to do to interrupt that very busy train of thought that is operating underneath the surface all the time, like a runaway train. And, and, and yeah. we, we, if we don't know better, we tend to believe that that's what's real. <laughs> but it's just, a, it's just a pattern. It's just a programming that keeps on going. Right. And to separate myself, to distinguish that from the truth that I'm after, for, for the sweet spot I want to be living in, that's the difference. So it's not just spending my time, it's devoting my time to what's mm. important to me. And you, you talk about, um, which it sounds like, I, I keep hearing the word healing wholeness, which of course are interchangeable because uh, healing comes from the old English word ahoylin, which means wholeness. Um, but you talk about this in your book, awakening to your own wholeness. Um, and this choice to live well, which I'm kind of hearing when you say to, to focus where you're putting your focus. How does someone yeah. start moving in that direction or having that awareness of, okay, I'm thinking this way and, and look at how I'm feeling. And, you know, how do I awaken more to my wholeness and, and start integrating another way of thinking or, or another other action? Yeah, well, for, for me, it is about, again, questioning um, where did I get that information? <laughs> is it really the ah, truth? It, it is a practice okay. of questioning everything that I'm telling myself or everything that I'm hearing and saying, is that really, is that really the truth or has that just been so, so familiar to me, an idea that I just never really thought about it? Let me be curious. Let me be inquisitive. Um, to me, that's the starting place for transformation, that I actually am interested in seeing, seeing mm-hmm. it differently, right? Mm-hmm. And then with the company okay. I keep, with the books that I'm reading, with the, the people I'm hanging with, I begin to have those conversations and begin to really uh, develop uh, you know, more, conscious, um, more conscious belief system, you know, more conscious understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what le- – that is – that is really an important part of the healing journey. You know, I like to say that when we're ill, especially regarding physical or mental illnesses, you know, we follow a discipline that's given to us by our medical provider, right? We devote the time right. that we need for the protocols. Well, if we don't devote at least as much time to our spiritual life, to our you know, to, to the, the quality of our whole life, not just fixing this thing about, about our life, then, uh, mm. then we're, not, we're not devoting the time and we're not, we're not really living into where we want to really be. And that's, that's the key, and that's what practice is for. So you're saying you're not just focusing on whatever isn't working or the condition or illness or situation. It's the whole life you start focusing on making that better, not just one area, if I'm hearing you right. It is because wholeness 
you know, there's two ways to think about wholeness. But the, the, the number one way, when we say that we are whole, that wholeness is natural to us, you know, you could think of it as, well, there's more to my life than this condition, than this mm-hmm. set of symptoms, than this, you know, thing that's going on with mm. me. So there's a right. whole life that I have, not just this. So that's a simple way to think about it. But spiritually, wholeness is 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 all that is. Wholeness is the fullness of the one mind, the one life, right? God, God, mm-hmm. and the universe, and right, the expanse, the 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 that that which is ineffable, as well as that which we can see, taste, and touch. And so, to see that my life is that, and I can draw from from that which is beyond the borders of my own body and awareness in this moment to really see that I'm a part of the whole. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was honestly the, the biggest shift for me was when I was diagnosed with lupus, it wasn't the fact that it was the diagnosis, so to speak, because I, I don't necessarily claim all of that <laughs> for myself, mm-hmm. but it was mm-hmm. the awakening to the fact that my my wholeness is more than just the set of conditions that I'm in. So yeah. I could sit there and just dwell on this one part of my life that, yes, is a part of my life, and, yes, it affects how I have to kind of manage my daily life, but I also have so much more that I've experienced through this I've, I've navigated the best self-care routine of my life <laughs> through this, you know, mm-hmm. and, and cultivating these relationships that, that are more spiritual and deep and the relationship with my family. The, the things that are important to me now are so different mm-hmm. that I, I can only acclaim it to living my life as fully and wholly as it can possibly be. So you, you have to realize that we are separate from the set of conditions that we have, but that we have to be able to acknowledge that those conditions do play a part in our lives. Right. Yeah. Well, I you're think talking that's a about, very powerful yeah. message, Alicia. It is, isn't it? And she, she really has mm-hmm. lived this. I mean, Alicia's really helped me, too, to be more generous with myself. To um, be to to not be so self-condemning, and also um, to give myself permission to feel what I feel. This is a big theme in the book because of um, our growing awareness of this. You know, we 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 know it. We get it. There is real pain. You know, when you're in pain, whether it's physical or emotional, it's real. And yeah. we never mm-hmm. would advocate that you just escape it or that you that you that you um, you know, that you fail to feel it or you stuff it inside. Uh, the feelings are valuable. They, they tell us something, right? They're messengers. They're, they're indicators. They're not directors, though. You know, they're followers. Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not really leaders. Uh, and so mm-hmm. we want to feel our feelings deeply and honor them, bow to them, really honor them yeah. because they're, they're there to just, you know, they're there for us to love ourselves and to, you know, just acknowledge what's going on. But then, uh, then we decide what are we going to do 
not not from feelings alone, really, but from wisdom, from the wisdom that we gain uh, as we as we learn about ourselves and what's possible for us. Mm. So it really does seem like this whole idea of the wholeness or being a part, seeing the whole part instead of overly focused on this one issue or area. Um, but let me ask That's you, do you true. think when you're focusing on other parts, does it, does it, hmm, I'm wondering, does it bring in more, I don't know, strength, stability, love, healing energy, something more from these other parts that now blends in and perhaps even helps support that one part or, or the issue or the condition that's going on. Yeah, I love I love where you're going with that because that's really you do not. is that when we see that, when okay. we see what's going right in our life, then we're we're you know the body chemistry changes with that idea, <laughs> right? That, that okay. everything starts right. to spark and work together. And we teach about um, inner capacities or spiritual powers in this book that you can activate and set in motion and use in your life. I mean, they're familiar things like love and strength and wisdom and such, but we, we raise them to the spiritual level of power where they really have definite effects when we focus upon them. And we find, we, we challenge ourselves to lead with, with that. When I decide that I'm, I'm going to lead from strength today, I'm going to be stable today, I'm going to stand stable today, you know, then... I'm not going to be thrown when when um, something unwanted just kind of comes my way. Right? I'm not going to be tossed about by it. I, I anchor myself spiritually. And then I start to see that I can do that. Oh, my gosh, that's, that's right. in me. Yeah. That's my capacity. And little by little, by practicing day by day, I really get it. I start to get, um, I start to get that I'm not the least bit powerless. Hmm. So it does, le- okay, so that's very interesting because it's, yeah, so you have these other parts that become more active or stronger. It, it's helping you in that one air, area or that condition. Um, Alicia, have you found that? Absolutely. I was just going to say yeah. that working with the powers is the best place to start for anybody that is in the middle of struggling with a condition. Uh, any condition, that's that's grief, addiction, chronic illness, uh, working with the powers and, and getting getting yourself to feel powerful uh, in, in any of those aspects, it's, it, it, it does something, I don't know, it does something to your chemistry, it does something to all, all the tingly parts in your body just kind of just come together. Um, but I work with those powers quite often. And one thing my mom did beautifully in this book was she wrote affirmations throughout this book that accompany mm. all of the powers that you're going to find. But there's also other uh, affirmations. But the way we approach affirmations is that they're very practical and not fluffy. Um, mm. And I want, Mom, I want you to explain that a little bit more. <laughs> Yes, in our so so I'll say this before I talk about affirmation is that you know you you you've been hinting around at this um, Michelle and and I'll just say it out loud we really we advocate we do not teach a, a healing process that's like a set of 
steps, one, two, three, four. If you do this, 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 and this, you're going to get the outcome you want. That is not what we consider healing. Uh, we We don't teach it in that way. We don't think that that's really alive for people. We want we want mm-hmm. each person to be intuiting, um, you know, what they need in order to be in order to recognize wholeness, and let the wholeness mm-hmm. be the guide for, um, you know, let, let let their circumstance come along. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let right. The circumstance right. Come along for the ride, and and just merge into the wholeness as we get there. So these affirmations, you know, affirmations are are, are just ubiquitous now in the culture. And one thing yeah. that I I really object to is an affirmation that that kicks me out of where I am right now and pretends mm-hmm. that all is well. Uh, an affirmation yeah. that is like a magic a magical thinking um, instead mm-hmm. of what's real and true here and now. Let me anchor that. Mm-hmm. Let me let me feel the force of that of what I am now. What's true now, so that even if I'm you know, even if I'm feverish and, and, you know, and sweating in my bed and really feeling, you know, feeling ill, I don't say I'm whole and well in this moment because I'm not feeling it and my body and brain do not believe yeah. it. They just don't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah. so we just say to ourselves something like, even right now, every cell in my body is thrumming with life and doing its perfect work for my vitality. You know what I mean? So we, we, we get to yeah. what's real and whole now yeah well because and that's i love that because both are true <laughs> because that part is mm-hmm. there. As you talk about wholeness that part in which i think it's so profound uh with what both of you are sharing because that those other parts or that part gets forgotten it's just like when we have something a challenge or difficulty or loss in our life or let's say lose a job or our bank account gets it, we still have the we still have all the other things that we have that didn't go away also so sounds like you're affirming that no. as well that that's that that's part of the affirmation or affirmative prayer that 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 it, that's that other stuff didn't go away just because of this condition or situation or illness or yes. whatever yes. it is yes. challenge and we're not okay. yes that's right that's right. I think what, what I what I the way I think about it is I will I want an accessible affirmation. I want one that's okay. gonna light me up, that I'm gonna feel the reality of it and I'm not gonna argue against it. Right? And when I'm right. in the middle of a condition it's hard to see my wholeness, right? And so yeah. let's not yeah. let's not kind of force force myself to try to do that because then I'm not really believing it. So let me find an affirmation that I can believe that kind of, you know, that edges me right into the place where I want to be. And so that's really wonderful. That's honoring really where what's going on, honoring the whole person. Yes, I think that's really what the gist of the whole book is, is, you know we've got to we've got to be friends with ourselves if we're going to heal whatever's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think do you find maybe there is this movement to um, hopefully you know your books are doing this uh, to get to that wholeness and accept all of us on this you know what we're going through on this earth passage. 
um, that it's, it's, it's not the totality of us. It's not the end-all, be-all of us. Right, right. I think right. really the most damaging thing that the culture has given us is this thought process that there must be something missing wrong or broken about us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Religion has given us that for sure, but um, the culture has as well. And uh, yeah. and I think if if we if we really um, work on just turning that around, you know, finding the good, finding finding the truth of our of our wholeness, of our divinity, you know, that we're not separate mm-hmm. from that which we see as the great force and power of the universe. That that yeah. healing. Yeah. Oh, Dee's saying in the chat, I love this. We've got to be friends with ourselves if we're going to heal what's going on. And uh, Lynn is saying, I love her honest, her honest presence and precise language. Very powerful. Mm-hmm. And good point. Tammy's saying good point about some affirmations. Well, yeah, I, and I've, that's always been a, a bother. My, my little trickster side, when people will say, oh, it's good always, everything, and I'm like, no, no, not good always, all the time. No, no. Yeah. Sometimes people have bad days, bad days. I mean, I can see it, even if you're doing that affirmation, I can see when you're angry or sad. So just, right. Yeah. And, and the, <laughs> that's right. Go ahead. Those, kind of, those kind of glib statements, those kind of things we hear all the time are, yep. are, are really a rub. Uh, you know, they're really a rub. And, and if we don't question them, then we're just spouting the this, this same thing, like, you know, over and over again. I mean, you know, when you, when, I, when you say that, well, it's all good. Well, wait a minute. It's not that it's all good. It's that I can bring about good from all of it or from any of it. Ooh, and really, I like that. Really think about Ooh, that. To really yeah, think about that yeah. instead mm-hmm. of just believing it's all good because then we can just dismiss the hard stuff, the bad stuff. We can let people, you know, let let people and let systems off the hook. We can let our government off the hook if we think that, that way, you know. Oh, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love that. I can bring about good from all of it. Yeah. There's yeah. the empowerment right there. I can bring through, I can bring about good. I put in the chat from all of it. There's the empowerment. There gives you the and then you're not negating or going into denial, creating you know, tons of shadow material for yourself and everyone else around you. Exactly. Right. Oh, my gosh. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> wow. But very empowering to say, what can I do with this now? How can I bring good through this or from this? That really, I, I can already just feel the empowerment from that statement or question. You know? Oh, Wonderful, wonderful. Well, that's what—that's the other the other part of this book is empowerment. Wouldn't you say that, Alicia? That this is a kick Absolutely. in the butt. Absolutely. Yeah. Do, yeah. You know, find your power and use it. Dog on it. You're not helpless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and we wanted this book to be be user friendly and be you know be approachable. We what well, we wanted to be approachable for 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 everyone, uh, no matter where you're coming from. It's not about religion and we wanted to be able to reach you at your level of understanding but expand it just Mm -hmm. a little bit you know offer you some new perspectives offer you some new tools that you can reach for that are you know really going to encourage you in this understanding of what healing can be and it's it's 
self-healing. It's healing at the level of thought, not that physical mm-hmm. healing. So um, mm-hmm. it's it's powerful stuff. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for yeah. what people are going to do with this. Yes, I am yes. too. I mean, Alicia. you're right. Thoughts are so powerful. They are. And Alicia was really, you know, I think what, what you've said, Alicia, to me is that you really wish for this to be a book that support groups would, would study together or recovery groups, right, or spiritual study oh, groups. Oh, yeah. To, because yeah. when you engage in these messages with other people, you really can strengthen the teaching and you can really feel into you know, what makes sense for you and what you can apply. Right. Oh, thank you both for being here. We're winding out of time. Um, Let us know where we can find your book. We've been talking about This Life is Yours. Very affirming there. Discover your power, claim your wholeness, and heal your life. From Hamptons Roads. I think it's just, it it just um, was published, right? March 1st was a long day. March 1st. Ah, just yay. Okay. Wow. Great time to launch. So um, I take it Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Yep. Yep. Okay. They're available on those and they're in different formats. There's the, uh, of course, the print version, there's an e-reader version and there's even audible. So, oh, you, know, wonderful. you can find your, your perfect way to be able to digest this. right? <laughs> And you can find us, too, oh. on, on Facebook, on YouTube, by our names, and my website, which is youardivine.com. That's the letter U, the letter R, hyphen, divine, D-I-V-I-N-E, dot com. Oh, perfect. Okay. And, of course, all their information is in the show description box for this uh, episode. Um, so you can... Um, if those are you that are driving or doing stuff like that, don't do it now. But when you get home or the office <laughs> or wherever you're going, uh, you want to find out more information, you can go into the show description box. Alicia and Linda, thank you so much for being here and sharing your love, your light, your wisdom, and um, it's amazing tools. Thanks for taking the time to be on the program. Oh, we're so grateful. You, you really are doing one. wonderful work in the world. Thanks a lot. Oh, thank you. Take good care. Bye-bye. Thanks. All right, everyone. Woo! Such great insight and information. Lovely. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Tammy, for putting that in the chat. Um, Yes, Lynn is saying putting that in the uh, working with small groups would be great. All of you, thank you so much for being here again and co-creating this. Um, What an amazing program today and amazing connecting. Um, really appreciate all of you and just being a part of this community and your own growth and sharing. So appreciate you. Um, again, if you want to know information about our guests, um, information will be in the description box for Reverend Linda um, Whitsitt and Alicia Whitsitt. And of course, we were talking about their book, This Life is Yours, Discover Your Power, Claim Your Wholeness, and Heal Your Life. And if you haven't yet, come and say hi to me on YouTube, subscribe, get the notifications, check it out, say hello, uh, connect with me on Instagram, and of course, um, check out my Patreon channel if you want to, or platform, meeting place, got to think of a different name besides platform, it's a community. 
Um, anyway, connect with me there. There are ways to connect with me, and of course, always on Soul Playground. Uh, lots of love and light to all of you. Until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?